Welcome back to another episode of the A3 Footy Podcast. We've had a huge round and an even huger round ahead. 11 straight days with one day break of footy across round five and round six. My name is Alex Catalano. Joining me as always is Alex Miller. Hello, gentlemen. How are we? Uh, excited that there's footy every day. Oh, that's how, that's how I that? am. It's almost like the weekend hasn't ended. <laughs> Alex Doherty. Joining me as well. Thanks, for, thanks for having me again, guys. Festival of football, I'm calling this. It's uh, <laughs> it's a, it's what a, what a time to be alive. <laughs> Never thought I'd see the day. <laughs> that what a, have yet. What a time to be alive. Now, before we go anywhere, Miller, I believe yes. you have something you want you want to tell us and the fans listening, if we've got any that still listen. <laughs> but <laughs> I think we've got our fair share. No, we've got we've got plenty. <laughs> Mill, Mill. Something happened to you on the weekend. What, what, yes, what do you reckon? We had a, um, I had a very interesting encounter where somebody recognised me from the uh, show. So that was fantastic. And we, we thank that listener and we thank all the listeners for their continuous support. And, yeah, it was just nice to be recognised. We're going to keep pushing out great content for you guys because we love you all. As we do. Always nothing but great content. Nothing but great content. Footy. It's got to be that luscious voice of yours, mate. <laughs> Honestly, uh, the past round was on. It was pretty blowout. Like, yes, pretty much every game was margins of close to forty points or so. There were a few that were a bit closer. We had the Giants and Freo was closer. Hawthorne and Geelong, um, Richmond and Sydney. But even then, it was mostly like yeah. yeah there's a, well, I'll tell you the blowouts. margins. Um, there were sixty-two points on Thursday. Mm. Then fifty-eight for Good Friday. Then forty-two <laughs> for um, West Coast and Port. Then forty. Yes. Then uh, 44 for Carlton, then 73 for um, Adelaide. It, it the didn't, rest were, yeah, under 20s-ish, yeah, 25-ish. Didn't make for fantastic viewing, yeah. uh, I, I wouldn't think. I reckon that, that I was listening to the giants Freo game on the weekend, and I thought for the first three quarters anyway, that was actually a really quality game of football. That was mm. a good game. Um, I only listened to the Hawthorne-Geelong game up until half-time, but I thought I thought for the first half of that game anyway, Hawthorne really stuck to Geelong really well. Mm. It was um, it was first quarter Hawks were um, pretty like pretty much in it, but Geelong kind of ran over them. Yes, I did go to that game. Probably one of the less like lower crowds of an Easter Monday game that I've Mm. seen in recent years, at least. Well, what Hawthorne and Geelong attract a huge crowd. What was the total on that? What was the total? Uh, I think it was a bit over sixty thousand. Yeah, yeah, that that is a bit disappointing. That is a little disappointing. I don't know if everyone was still, you know, uh. Gone on a <laughs> on the piss or on holidays for what? Easter, still didn't come back home. Or? On the source, <laughs> don't know. No. A mystery to me. Yeah, who knows? But um, oh well. <laughs> that's that that that's, that's <laughs> that. That is what it is. That's uh, that. There it's were a few teams that did stand out though during the week to us. <laughs> Absolutely, um, that we yes. are either not happy with or yeah. I was going to say it's, they've stood out for the wrong reasons here. Um, obviously, Doc. A big old write-up on the AD Bulldogs Centre, lovely mm. little website, about the Bulldogs game. They were humiliated by the Blues, to say the least. <laughs> you, you want me to rip open right now? Because I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm, Mate, it was a shocking performance. I'm, I'm f- <laughs> what happened? Tell us. Run us through it. Run us through the dogs. Absolutely gutless performance. <laughs> like, gutless. I, I, I don't think I've ever been that angry watching my team in in the 20, 20 plus years I've supported this football club. This... That was an embarrassment. It was yeah, at first like I, I, I got, you got to give props to Carlton because that th- this their first month of football they've actually been working really hard towards getting that first win. I mm-hmm. thought I'm thinking before the game that they haven't had any blowouts and I'm kind of a little bit nervous because our last two weeks haven't been that flash either. 
But and 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 to be all, all honest with you, I would have been fine if we lost by a couple of kicks. But to lose in the manner that we did, there was no effort, there was no heart, been pummeled, no pressure. It just made, just felt like Carlton were just able to do what they were do as they please. Mm. Um, there were a lot of weird. Um, <laughs> you touched on it in your article, Doc. Yeah, uh, but a lot of weird coaching decisions made throughout the game. <laughs> kind of started at selection with your tallest man down in the back line being Zane Cordy. When, as we know, Carlton named a pretty tall back line, forward line, rather. Um, well, they also had a tall back line. Yeah, Mackay, you know, um, Kasbolt. Harry Mackay. Uh, was in there. Harry Mackay had his best game that I've seen him play, but I'm not prepared to say that he's the best contested marking player out there yet. He beat he beat literally midgets. And we were, we on, were arguing about this before. On, no, on, he, he, yeah, he leads the comp, so... Please the comp. You talk about twenty contested marks about against Caleb Daniel. Well, who's who's a better contested mark than than Harry or McAvoy? McAvoy's McAvoy. McAvoy would be up there. Um, I didn't have much of it against the Cats, but uh, Ray Stanley beat him. To be honest, uh, McGovern, yeah. Jeremy McGovern. Yes, McGovern. Uh, McGovern plays differently to those kind of guys, though. McGovern's always the one floating third man up. You yeah, know, he's not accountable for anyone. He's not in the middle of the pack. With the hands, wouldn't wouldn't have him ahead of Norton, but hands. I I wouldn't have him ahead of Aaron Norton, but Aaron Norton's coming. He'll, he'll mm. he's coming as one of the best contestants. Norton's try, he's trying to prove himself this year. He's had a couple of really really good games. He, he got he got he got really stitched up by uh, Liam Jones on the weekend. I was watching it. Yes, he did. Like it was it it was all unfolding right right in front of me. Like particularly in the first quarter, Jones just kept nudging him and niggling him, and realistically didn't like. I know it's not not, not entirely Norton's fault because the midfield got smashed. That's another. Problem, but not. But Jones wore him like a glove for mm. pretty much all but five minutes. Yeah, I thought Timmy was good though. Yeah, Tim was Tim was good. Held his own against uh, Matty Cruiser. Mm. Um, been getting better and better English. But you, time. but you you touched up on selection issues. Yeah. Why why the hell isn't Jack Trangrove getting a game? No, particularly when Kaz yeah. Bolt and Harry Mackay are two two hundred centimeter plus forwards. Yeah, uh, it's not like Bevo couldn't have seen this coming. He knows that the Blues now that they've got that firepower there. Yeah. They can they play a tall forward line. That's that's the thing that get that's the thing that gets me. And another and another thing, why is Bailey Williams and Billy Gower starting in the middle? They are not midfielders. That was shocking. Mm, that, that was strange. Tom Libertori started at forward in the first half. Jack McRae mm. was at half forward in the second half. Do you think he's been creative? Yeah. Do you so creative my ass? Just play yeah. them in original position. <laughs> Try not to square here. But play them in their original goddamn positions. Bevo's been, you know, he's been lauded as a coach that is very creative with his players, and he does push them to play more than one position he and be able to. We've seen guys like, you know, Norton started as a backman last year and very nearly won your best and fairest as it, uh, playing down there. Uh, Ed Richards has kind of moved forward after being, you know, a more halfback kind of player. Ted Richards. <laughs> Teddy <laughs> Richards. He's retired. Ted Richards. Yeah, big head, um, yeah. Do you think it's like. Is it hurting the club now that Bevo seems to just insist on playing these players in places where they might not be comfortable? Now, okay, I, I, I think versatility in a football side is good, mm. but there is such a thing as too versatile, and this is what it results in. Yeah. Play, the players looked confused as well. You know, Ed Richards, love the way he goes about it. I think he craft, crafted, his, crafted his game as a halfbacker mm-hmm. uh, in, in the under-18s. Beveridge is throwing him forward, works a couple of times, but I think it comes to that point where young kids are going to get really confused as to what their try, what their role is, and what their aim is, mm. and in the end, that's going to create a lot of unrest. And I think it probably is a big reason why 
some of these premiership players have left. You talk about your rough head, your Dow House, your Stringer. Mm. These blokes are premiership players and they're gone. Mm. So I, I'm, I'm not sure what the hell's going on over here. I mean, I it, don't mind it too much. I yeah. think um, especially when the players are starting off their careers, it's good to try them a bit over everywhere. But I suppose if you can see when someone's um, cemented really well in a certain position. But I think... Um, I think flexibility is important, but yes, um, it's good to get set in a certain spot. But I suppose when you're experimenting with the young list that they have, um, it's not a bad idea. Oh, and but, um, yeah, I don't know. And uh, one more thing before you guys can take over and add any more comments, they're goal kicking. For Christ's sake, this is a mm. this has been an ongoing issue for God knows how many years now. Yeah, I rec- goal kicking coach is what you mean. <laughs> I reckon we just need anybody. Like, Ted Whitten would be spinning in his grave watching this <laughs> garbage. Like, uh, Ted, he's not happy. De- de- dead set. If Toby McLean can't nail one from 30 out straight in front and what and Levi Casbolt could dob one from the boundary, yeah. God damn it, we, we've got serious problems. Levi Casbolt's an elite forward, though. <laughs> Is he, mate? No. <laughs> no, you're, you're joking. He was on the scrap heap, he was on the scrap heap six months ago. He's four, man. Levi. Yeah, he had a good game. He's got sticky hands. He's got and, some uh, His goal kicking was not too bad, actually. Very straight. Yes. Yeah. Very straight. Sausage. Came in, came in as a late in for uh, Charlie Kerno uh, on the weekend. Like, how, how's Charlie going to get back into the team now? He won't. <laughs> he won't. Uh, I hate to say it, but um, no, Silvani probably. <laughs> but then Silvani had a good he game. really well. Yeah, uh, Silva- yeah. Silvani was okay. I don't know who goes out about for him. The first time ever Cult would have... Selection issues. <laughs> <laughs> their forward line, even. Yeah. What about yeah, what? Oh, what about Petrovsky Satan? Gun. Ga- his game was immense. Dead set gun. He had a good couple of weeks now. His game was immense. He had thir- thirty-five touches. He won a won a truckload of clearances as well. Mm. So I wouldn't hesitate to call it his breakout game. No, I wouldn't. Finally, looks like the player that Carlton would expect him to be now. And hopefully, he hits his stride then. Oh, on sake! I wouldn't either. Like watching him, Sam Walsh, and Zach Fisher is another one who I thought played really well for Carlton on the yeah, weekend. He's very yeah. underrated player in general, I think. Zach Fisher, yes, yeah, he is. Have have those guys play Beautiful. alongside Patrick Cripps who had another standout game. He had about twenty six up to half time. Ended up mm. thirty seven. He's topping the um coaches votes leaderboard now. Cripps if Carlton can win five games. He will win the Brownlow. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. Nah, that is so, a big call. Yeah, so that's headlines. That is a large call. That's easy. That's headlines. That's easy. If, if if Luke Beveridge can get his finger out and play players in the right positions, and Bulldogs start to win games, Bont will win it. Bont and Pelly will challenge him. It's gonna be a um. Looking forward to the Brownlow this year. Honestly, <laughs> I feel like there's no real standout <laughs> players that are obviously you know Lockie Neal's yeah. been talked about. Cripps, even Bont has gotten it a little bit. Uh, Dangerfield's never far off. <laughs> yep. Um, and that five, if he actually gets a game, doesn't drop out for concussion. Anyway, the Giants were another team mm. that <laughs> we wanted to talk about. Yes. Speaking of Nathaniel Five, um, there was a weird one. I, I think that is probably upset of the season. Free Betty <laughs> up in Canberra. Mm. Yeah, I don't think anyone from Daddy Doka to David King would have predicted <laughs> anything like this sort. Daddy, uh, Daddy Doka did have to say that. Ross's horniness was off yeah. the charts yes. <laughs> after that game. So that would have um his horniness. That would have inspired the boys. I guess. <laughs> Get a win for Ross's. Uh, oh Ross's libido. Um, very very good performance from Frio. I it think was. Frio. To be, I don't think they're 
an outstanding team, but they're building to something, definitely. Can I say that Matty Krabiner, yeah. Matt Tavener, is has turned this year into something spectacular. I think he's genuinely in the best form of his career at the moment. He kicked three goals, three, had 21 disposals, 13 marks. Mm. He, should, there, um, he should have kicked six. He really should have. He, yeah, missed, he, he, missed, should a, have. he missed a couple of gimmies. He works so hard up the ground as well. You see him popping up on the wing so often because he sprints himself down to receive the ball. Yeah, Jesse Hogan was outstanding, though. His, was Hogan was great, too. His best game as a docker. Yes, He'll easy. pick up the votes. Three sausages, 22 touches. Um, 14 marks. 14 marks. I thought Brandon Matera kicking three goals in a row was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> that was um, on him. not bad for him. He had four on the day. Travis Collier. When you're hot, you're hot, I guess. Had a goal. But, um... I thought uh, the standout man for me is Ed Langdon. I think I love Langdon. Him and Connor Blakely <laughs> are very important um, pieces to the side, and um, Blakely's only a week off, I think. Yeah. Um, so it'll be a very good inclusion for Fremantle. And um, when you've got him, Fife, and Langdon running through there, it does make it a bit easier. And big old Mundy can, um, you know, is a reliable player. I thought Darcy Tucker is someone that I like the look of. Mm-hmm. Um, he was obviously good when he started off at half back, but um, I think he's got he's got some genuine leg speed. He's um and he's a good user of the ball. But the Giants were a little bit disappointing. I think, considering how good they were against Geelong the week before at the Cattery, yeah. um, to get beat on your home deck by Freo, who aren't really a high scoring team, to concede one hundred and six mm. and to only kick eighty two yourself, um, it's not great. Um, there's a couple of guys. Jeremy Cameron was one. I don't think he's um as Good as what people think. As the Coleman medal might he kicked four, but kick, kicked four. Yeah, I just think he lacks consistency. Yeah, I look, I've I've had this I've had this bug on Jeremy Cameron for quite a while. When it comes to the big finals games, he doesn't turn up. Yeah, and that that is like we know he's good in the regular season, and and I, and I like and I like how he actually goes about his football. He's he's a good athlete, no, mm-hmm. and he's pretty he's pretty good in front of goals. Um, but when it comes to like all the big finals games, he had he, he had a real he had a real shocker against Richmond in the prelim yeah. a couple of years ago. Yeah. D- didn't do only had about like four touches against the Bulldogs in the, in the prelim before that one. So like th- th- this is a, this is a huge bugbear for me. Like I like mm. it's one of those one of those ones where you feel very indifferent about a player. Like you you know he's a good player, but when it comes to these these games where where he need where they he, they need him to stand up. And he's, he just folds like a car to houses. I think house of cards. Car to houses. <laughs> car to houses. Car to houses. I thought uh, Jeremy Finlinson looks like a really good forward, actually, to be honest. He, um, yeah, he's, he's got, got forward crap. Um, we, as we always say, we <laughs> love a lengthy boy at A3, and he's got some size, <laughs> to say the least. Good set of mitts. I thought... Um, Wait, which one's this? Finlayson. Finlayson. Oh, yeah. He, he's been good since he moved, at four, moved up forward. He's kicked 11 goals in five games. Yeah. I want to ask you, Kat, do you reckon they're really missing Toby Green? Uh, yeah, the Giants always look better when Green's playing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought also that Jackson played very well. In his day. Jackson yeah, Haley. Yeah. yeah he very, very good. Green, yeah, he played um, well. Green kind of gives them that spark, I think, at times when, you know, that last quarter, they looked really flat. flat. Um, and Green's the kind of player who will do some ridiculous thing, kick some ridiculous goal, you know, punch someone out. Yeah. Really rally the <laughs> team around him. Yeah. Um, he's always been fiery customer, but yeah, that's yeah. what the Giants need. Yeah, like I'll I'll add on that you know you can you can love or hate Toby Green all you like, but the fact the facts are that when Toby Green's on the park, GWS yeah they play a lot better mm. with him in the team. He can play up he can play up the ground, give you a twenty twenty five easy. He can put take him down forward fifty. He'll give you three goals a game. Uh, 
GWS look a better outfit with him in it. Yeah. And, and obviously they're going to look a bit worse for wear with Ward out for the entire year now. I think it's yeah. going to take its toll eventually, and I think yeah. it will have an uh, impact on their finals success. I think they're definitely going to be there, no doubt about that. I think we can all agree on that. But um, how I think it'll go. be particularly interesting what the Giants do come the mid-season draft. Whether yeah. they're going to be looking for, you know, a big-bodied midfielder from one of the state leagues to come in yeah, I don't know. I fill that role. Like the Giants' midfield's still pretty good. Obviously, Caniglio is having a standout year. Mm. We know how good um, Josh Kelly is. But then, like, obviously, Caniglio wins heaps of contested ball, but he's not quite... No. I don't think he has quite the same presence that Ward does around the contest. Caniglio only went at uh, 56% on the weekend. He had yeah, 37 Also touches. not as clean. I think, though, that it's hard to bring... I know it's impossible, pretty much, to bring someone in to replace Ward, but it'd be hard to get someone that's almost, like, half his abilities. Yeah, yeah. So um, well, I don't think that that midfield's classy enough that I think Jacob Hopper needs to a take body. a step. He signed a two-year extension during the week, and yeah. I think he's due to actually do something besides handball. <laughs> yeah, he did, um, yeah. He, he, he didn't have his, he didn't have his best game. He loves handball. He <laughs> needs to um, be a bit more um, attacking with his. He, he also loves like a thirty-seven-plus game against Gold Coast on so debut. Well. Yes. Um, let's talk about North. North. That crap they are. North <laughs> Melbourne come a, come under a they lot are, of fire. They are rubbish. Come under yes. a lot of fire this weekend. <laughs> um, there's been a, a meeting call, a board meeting. Yeah, there was a, Brad what? Scott's having a chat to the uh, to the That's executives at North job, Melbourne. So quickly, we're gonna have an emergency meeting. <laughs> I t- tell you what, if North Melbourne are having a board meeting after that, I, I want to see the Bulldogs have a board meeting after we lose to Freo on the weekend. Winning games, mate. Um, I would like to ask. Haven't won a game in three weeks, mate. No, better than no weeks. I would like to ask. One week. One week. One week. What is letting North Melbourne down, coach? Is it is it Brad Scott and that backline? That backline is so bad. I I want to point more to the forward line than the backline, to be honest. I think all of it, except the midfield's not too shabby. But um, you think they'd be doing better in the midfield with you know that midfield is stacked, but it's aging. Actually, stacked. I reckon. I reckon the problem is North have overachieved, and th- and they and they considered themselves like they're probably they were probably two years away at best mm. from contending. They thought, right, we finished ninth last year, and we're going, we're going, we're going to go and pick up these these second tier players yeah. from other clubs and try and make it, try and push, try and push for that yeah. September spot, and it hasn't worked. It's 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 backfired horribly. I think their additions have been good though. Pollock's been, you know. Pollock's been, Pollock's been fine. He hasn't been good. Been Hall's good. been good. Pitt has been good. I think Hall hasn't been as good as nah, he was Yeah, a few really good games. Um, against the Lions, he had a half pretty... forward more than he's playing midfield, to be fair. I think he should be playing more time. Yeah, it's because the bloody North don't have any genuine yeah, forwards other than Ben Brown. I don't like the idea of Jack Siebel down there because he's... It's out of necessity more than anything. He's yeah. wasted down there. Yeah, look, he, 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 he had six it, touches on, on Friday. They yeah. don't get it to Ben Brown. It's a bit like um, Swans for line, which we've talked about before. Pretty one-dimensional at the moment. If Ben's not kicking goals, they're not kicking many. Yeah. Um, but I think their back line is the weakest link. Besides Robbie Tarrant, who I think has actually taken a step back, mm-hmm. um, there is no real... There's no real like standout defenders down there. Like Scotty Thompson's kicking on. Sean Attlee has hasn't really excelled at what he was really good at. Yeah, McMillan's had McMillan's pretty average year, but he's a really a ball winning defender. He's not really going to beat you one on one and easier. Your, he's your Jake like, Lloyd. He's a good defender. Yeah, Jake Lloyd. Yeah. But I th- I think Scott Thompson's passed it. Yeah, he's, he, he, he's been past it for about five years. He, he's he, like he looked. He definitely looked on Friday. He was a step too slow for Hooker and. Shit ass, I didn't <laughs> um, 
I yeah, think you're, you're I, right I, at the back line, though. I'm, I'm not sold on Atley. I haven't been sold on him for God knows how long. He's played so North, long, uh, yeah. North have the most points against of anyone in the comp. They do have a promising, like, uh, Paula Hearn, we know how talented he is, taken by the Giants with a yes. top 10 pick, I believe. <laughs> um, and he's a good player. Uh, I think um, Luke Un- Davis Unicki or whatever. Davis Uniak, yes. Um, <laughs> what he said. He looks promising, and Bailey Scott. But besides that, it's a very... Like, most of their team's on the wrong side of their 28 to 30s. Like, yeah. Yeah. Goldstein, Cunnington. Gold, Goldstein reckoned he's playing for, he wants to play for another five years. I don't think I don't think he'll go another five months. He won't be able to move in five years. another five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but besides that, like, Higgins is on the back end. He'd be, what, 28, 29 now? Yeah, he'd be pushing. Yep. Scotty Thompson, we know how old he is. Robbie Tarrant's probably 26, 27. Mm-hmm. So their youth, um, there's a big gap between... Like, they're good players, and then there's nothing in the middle tier that's, like, going to develop right now. Yeah. But because I, those young players will. I just, think, I just think that forward line is yeah. very lacking. I, I, like, I, I'm looking, I'm having a look at it right. Ben Brown, obviously, full forward. You're not going to ever have Brown out of the team. But I'm, then, yeah. Payne Turner, Cameron Zerha, they're not genuine no. forwards at all. I've, I've, got, I've got to point out on Mason Wood's game because... Mason I've, Wood has done nothing. He I've, has not developed at all. I've shown. I've, 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 yeah, I've rubbished him a lot on Friday, but I think they've kind of got to persist with him because he can mm. play forward. He I just, don't know. His development looks so all over the place to me. I don't. He never looks like he's going on like an upward trend. It's like one week he might do something which you're like, oh, Mason Wood's a decent player, but then it's like flatlining. But who are the four? But what other fours do Melbourne have? Uh, North Melbourne have? Well, they need to bring Larky in for one thing. I think. <laughs> you're going to jump on that bandwagon. <laughs> yes. Bandwagon, are you? Larky. I think. My, yeah. If you win the VFL goal kicking, you surely must at least oh, be God. a good player. Let, me, t- let, let, me, let me tell you something. Sam Grimley smashed the VFL goal kicking <laughs> award all those years ago. He turned out to be a rubbish player. <laughs> you should be able to kick at least half the goals you kick. In Le- the, uh, Liam McBean was a gun full <laughs> forward at VFL level. Liam McBean was a good oh, you player. You never know. He might get picked up mid season. I hope know. Liam McBean does. Beanie? Beanie. A big sure. beaner. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I just th- I just think they peaked way too early in North Melbourne. Oh, well, um, that's our three dog doo-doo teams of the week. Dog <laughs> doggy doo-doo teams. All right, of- let's move on. Yes. Cre- creating uh, segments on the go here in the A3. Chad Wingard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you want to talk about him? Because I've Noah got- has a bone to pick with Chad. Come I'll pick the whole carcass. <laughs> 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 go f- go for it because What's I ca- you know what you know what I called for it last year because I I I wasn't too keen on the dogs having Chad Wingard. Um, so go go on. Well, let me set the scene. Like <laughs> you trade away Mark Lacroix, Ryan Burton, who arguably was going to have a fantastic year that he's having now at Hawthorne. Um, and you sacrifice all this for Chad Wingard, who was rumored not to leave and then ended up leaving. Mm-hmm. He. Um, missed the first couple of rounds. Um, he's played the last two or three, I think, now. Played last three. Has not shown anywhere near enough talent to be traded away for what he's lost. And the big thing is, as well, as you look at Port, um, like you guys would say the same thing, is that they almost look like they're not missing him. Yeah, no. I absolutely agree. Which, and which is weird, because you think about Chad Wingard and the Port of 2012, where they played in that final against Richmond, and they were very successful in that. Finals campaign. Who did they play after they beat us? Was it? Um, I can't remember. I think it was Freo they played. Yeah. I have no idea. Anyway, but you think about that team, very reliant on Wingard and his goal kicking and Robbie Gray, but now um, they're not missing him at all. I think Hawthorne are 
they're not regretting it quite yet. And I hope I hope Chad proves me wrong because I do I do think he does have some talent, but he's been bin guard for far too long. <laughs> he, he hasn't looked like a match winner. No. Uh, I, I, I can echo these sentiments exactly because this has been the problem with Chad Wingard for a few years now at, at, at Port Adelaide. He just floated in and out of games yeah. way way too often. Like there, were, there were moments where you know he did really good things and then he'd disappear for about 70, 80 minutes. And you expect that from a young player, but not for someone who's Chad who's played God knows how many games He's about now. About 25 now. Yeah, so, so, play his 150th. Yeah, just play his 150th. Yeah, so you it, think about... 25-year-old... Player, he's in his prime of the, in the prime of his career. That's still young, I suppose, in hindsight. But he's played enough he footy. Should to be playing consistently. Yeah. Like, like he... I, I think he should be playing on the ball. To be fair, um, with um, the lack of speed and especially the injuries that Hawthorne has sustained with Shields. What what is his role at Hawthorne at the moment? It looks like he's playing forward. With yeah, he's playing kind of small forward. Which I don't think. I think I think he plays well as a small forward. Though. I do, but I think he is more impactful, especially to the Hawthorne side without Liam Shields, Burgoyne, mm. uh, old mate still injured. Who's the um, Who's Tom Mitchell's Tommy. Old, old mate? Tommy. He's not my mate. Um, <laughs> he only won a Brownlow. Only won a Brownlow, oh, mate. How? <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely tell it's his mate. <laughs> I hope I hope Chad gets it back on track, but at the moment he's been as useless. Says bloody my shoe. Yeah, look, <laughs> look. <laughs> haven't kicked many off. He hasn't kicked many. Haven't kicked many. Yeah, off look. Your, your shoe this honestly, year, like, <laughs> like he had, he had kicked three goals in his first game against North Melbourne. Now, well done. Kick, <laughs> yeah, well done. Keep, keep in mind, we just talked about North Melbourne. I reckon yeah, you probably could have. You probably could have kicked three yeah, on North, North Melbourne, Melbourne if you really tried. Yeah, I could. I could have run around Eight. Scott Thompson. <laughs> Easily, <laughs> easily. Anyway, that's all I want to say Do on it. Chad. Give him the old duck and die. Yeah, look, uh, look back, like. I still wouldn't have made that trade. I would have kept Ryan Burton. I would have kept. I would have kept all the draft picks. A gun. The funniest thing as well with that deal is that Ryan Burton did not see it coming. No, Ryan no. Burton got shafted. But got, you know, whatever. I think oh, well, he'll have a good career at Port Adelaide. I think he'll trade him. He's trade South him right. Australian. He's home, and I think he's home. The only thing about it as well, like you said, Kat, I think it's gonna yes. be promising, successful, and the only way for him is up. Where Chad is sort of like, you have to be good right now, otherwise. Mm. Where's the uh, kind of sunk cost, yeah. sunk um, cost fallacy right like there? Like the picks they traded away turned out to be God. I think it was what pick did they trade away? It was the first round, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was the first round. I think it was like I think it was like a three wasn't the three team deal with um wasn't it Butters? Yeah, because Hawthorne no, had no Butters picks. With their original pick. No, it was a th- it was a three team deal with Brisbane, and Brisbane gave away their sixth. Was it six pick six? Yeah, which was Butters. So many picks no, that changed was, hands. That would have been that would have been nearly. I think it was it. Rosie. Rosie, Rosie, Rosie was five. Rosie. Could have been Rosie. Maybe they traded five. Anyway, they get anyway. Rosie, and I think um, well, I think Port have done really well. Port win that easily this yes. year. Off this year alone, Port have won that trade so far. Let's yeah. talk about our teams that we're surprised by. That. This year, we're five rounds in. Yes. It's a fair fair chunk of the year gone. Yes. Um. Yep. We've had a bit of time to get used to who we think is good, who we think <laughs> is bad. Obviously, ladder starting to shape up a little bit. Aside from all those teams that are on three wins. <laughs> There are, there's about there 12, there's about twelve of them. <laughs> um, so I'll start with you, Kat. Yeah, yeah, all right. Why not? Um, there's. Take I mean, away. I've already talked about North, and I said they were the team that have kind of yes disappointed me. Just like we said, the talent they've brought in, they should be doing better. So I won't go too into detail on them. We've already talked about them. But the team, the team that's impressed me, the Gold Coast Suns. Mm, yeah, I agree. Well ahead of probably everyone's expectations so far this year. Just watch out they don't peak in f- uh, the same way North did, though. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> they gonna... can't peak. 
They can't Falcons pick. will never pick. They're only going up. They're only going up forever. It's a very big game. I'm interested to see where they are this week against the Lions. Yeah, that'll be a that'll be a massive. This game. is going to be one of the first Q clashes where with some genuine fire in it. We saw last year there was a bit Zork. in it. Zorko and Took. Zorko and Took. Uh, and Nick um, Robinson had a bit to say. Good old melon content. <laughs> yes, a bit, the, mel- the melon he head. Say this week. No, he That's won't it. be playing. The melon head himself. That's it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. The, the Suns have improved across pretty much every line. Um, yeah, backline backline looking incredibly strong. A lot of the guys that they've brought in this year made some pretty big impacts. I think Homsch has looked really good. Um, Collins, a very underrated key defender, mm. uh, great intercept mark. Yep. Um, Ballard's an elite. Intercept. Ballard at twenty years of age, twenty twenty one years of age, looks like an elite player already. What about Jesse? Jesse Joyce is a good egg. I like no. him. He's no. a good egg. <laughs> He's not convinced. Jared no. Harbrow somehow in the yeah. form of his career. Even yeah. Pierce Hanley's not looking too bad. Jordan yeah. Murdoch, I think, is a very underrated player pick-up. in that Murdoch. in that team. Him, Murdoch. Him and um, Miles have been good pickups. Yes, Miles is very quiet about his work. I think once Corey Murdoch Ellis stands as well out a bit more. The park, another good promising young prospect who I've always rated at Richmond. Um, yeah. yeah, and I think the Suns would be a bit happy about offloading Lions as well. He's looked very, very average. Yeah, at yeah. Brisbane. He had this a year. good debut, but yeah, after that was um, a bit quiet. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe and there then is they got Bigger. <laughs> they got their young kids in the middle standing up to yeah. ba- uh, Bose and Powell. Fiorini's having a great year. Averaging, twi- is averaging 28 touches a, a game. Nearly at an elite midfield level, I, I would say, from Fiorini. Alex or Sexton. Alex Sexton. Should win the Coleman. Should. Should. Lock in. Lock Could. in. Imagine him not. Lock him in. Lock him in. Lock him in for the Coleman. Oh, David Swallow, one of the most underrated players in the AFL right now, has been huge. Yep. Literally plays midfield, busts his guts all game, gets put forward, kicks like three or four if he when they need him. His work rate is outstanding. He, he's so good, and it's happy. I'm um, absolutely pleased that he's staying there as well. He's yeah, I reckon another young lad that's uh, gone under unnoticed is uh, Darcy McPherson. Yeah, who I, like I reckon, pressure machine. I love I love the cut of his jib. Up, up, up forward. He just tackles and pressures and harasses. That's what you I want. I reckon he'd be nearly at the top for pressure axe all year. I, I reckon so. Like he, he, he was, he was very good against the Bulldogs a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um. I think his father, his father played quite a few games at Footscray as well. Oh, yes, yeah, I didn't know that. I did. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I did too. I, 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 I did. I too, and I was um very very disappointed we didn't nab him. But um, it, it's good to see him doing well. Um. Alex Sexton, we love him a lot. Uh, Jack Jack Bowes, I, I reckon this bloke's having a breakout year. Mm. Dustin McPherson has an 114 pressure axe, and that puts him at 13th. That's pretty good. In the 13th! Thank you. <laughs> I think he missed a game or two at the start of the year as well, didn't he? Yeah. Um, so No, he's played every game this year. He has played every game. Yeah, well, he's, he's pretty up there. Um, most of the guys that are above him are pretty much inside midfielders who tend to get the most pressure axe anyway. And and Jack Martin, if he ki- if he gets his kicking boots on straight, he'd he he would have been he'd be a very uh, yes. he'd be up there for the Coleman as well, I reckon. Yes, kick two goals, nine, averaging twenty one touches. Mm. Mm. And no, it, I like the Suns. It was just unfortunate they kind of capitulated this week against the Crows, but they're always going to stand up for any three hundred. I think this week, hopefully, um, my friend Josh comes in. Your friend Josh. Josh, I'm a big fan of Josh Cole, but yes, yeah, he kicked three in the VFL or whatever it is. Neeful, neeful, waffle. <laughs> Chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I like the look of him. So yeah, hopefully he gets a gig this you week. Like the cut of his jib. Um, like yeah. The cut of his jib. I like the cut of his. Cut of Bill, his tell me about who's impressed you and who's disappointed you. Well, I'll tell you who's impressed me once I remember who's impressed me. I think that Chad Wingard's depressed him. <laughs> <laughs> depressed it, that for sure. <laughs> 
brought tears uh, down I my tell face. You, it runs with it runs with Taylor. No, I think that um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with who didn't impress me first. Okay, the Swans have been the biggest basket case of the season. I think coming oh, into I don't know about the yeah I don't know about that. North, North, Melbourne, Melbourne, and North. Oh. <laughs> I'll tell you why they're the biggest right, basket. He's fired up. Ever he's fired up. I'll see the biggest load of bloody <laughs> all right, come chum on. buckets ever. Right? Chum. Sideways scuttlers. <laughs> <laughs> A couple of crab characters going along here. Right? So let me let me tell you this right right right. 20, 2019 predictions. Most team, people would have had the Swans anywhere from tenth uh-huh. to six. I think. I think I had them around. I had them dropping out of the eight. Yeah, I had them definitely dropping out of the eight. I had them about eleven. Yeah, ten. Yeah, around the, <laughs> around, around that nine to twelve range. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. Go on. Yeah. So, <laughs> and you look at where they he's are enjoying now. This. Third bottom, right? Mm-hmm. They've got no forward line. Will Haywood's out for six weeks. He, massive loss. Jared McVeigh's lost his leg. He's out for eight weeks. <laughs> he can't find <laughs> um, They've got no real youth talent coming through besides Isaac Heaney. Tom Papley is the most overrated player ever. Ollie Florence Ollie, says hi. Ollie, Zach Jones also Ollie says Florence hi. has had an elite year along with um, Zach Jones. Rat who, Jones. Rat Jones, who's been two of my favourites. Mm-hmm. I really like the look of them. Um, but the problem is they're very one-dimensional. Every time they go forward, they just kick it to Lance, and if Lance doesn't get a goal, then he's like... <laughs> he's throwing his arms around. He's throwing his arms up. He's Th- throwing kind of his like, arms around and just starts walking. Yeah, <laughs> he's like... Touching <laughs> hands on the head. He does so. always do the hands on the head, doesn't um, he? I think that they're, they're in a lot of strife, and I think the horse might be sent back to the stable very soon. You re- <laughs> oh, okay, here's, here's one thing. Who do you reckon is going to get fired first? Uh, horse or Brad Scott? Brad's Brad Scott, Scott Horse is in no danger yet. I think once they... Horse has made multiple grand finals. And the problem is, I think once that, they... Com- yeah, that's all right. If that's they a, commit that's to the a, correct answer. But yeah. they need to commit to a rebuild before going, right, we're just going to play out the season and try and make finals. You're in no chance. That list is just dog. And like, I think they're a long way away from competing to the eight. And I think... I still expected them with the list that they had fully fit, um, that they would be from that, like I said, eight to 12 or... Whatever bracket, right? Yeah, yeah. But the fact that I didn't think that Kennedy would have lost as much as he had. I knew Kieran Jack was on the decline, but I think he needs to give it away ASAP Rocky. Um, <laughs> for sure. For sure. ASAP Rocky. They're just in a lot of strife, and I think um, a full rebuild is required for the first time in about 20 years down at um, the Swans. Yep. Mm. So nice. I agree. They've gone to the dogs. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of young and inexperienced boys on that list. Um, it's going to take time. Like I, I, I think they need to do a rebuild because then they need to get. Maybe they need to get Buddy out. I don't know. But I, I definitely agree with you with Kieran Jack. I think he's been on decline now and for Sam about five, well. five, five, six years. Mm, Sam Reid. He's I, been fit and he's done sweet F all. Sam Reid. I don't understand why Sydney persists with him still. He's like he, he still gives you, he'll, he'll give you six, because five, five or six goals like once every two years. Horse, <laughs> horse. His favourite thing to do with Sam Reid is at the end of the game, the throw him back for five minutes. And then all the, Sydney, all the Sydney supporters are like, oh, he's the best bloody swingman in the league. When he plays in the back line for about... Give me a spell. He plays in the back line for about all of 10 minutes a game. <laughs> but he's, he's a great swingman, apparently. I just don't get it. It's just so stupid. Luke, anyway. Luke Parker hasn't done much this year, no, really, no. you reckon? Luke Parker's taking a step back. And I think... Ken- Kennedy's still averaging about 28, 28 a game, but I think, it's his, it, I think it's his contested work that's kind of dipped. And yep. he's lost a bit of speed. Like He wasn't quick... By any standards, but he's lost an extra step, and that hurts now in the current day and age. Mm. But anyway, I hope the Swans can get a rebuild going, and all the best to them. But let's talk about the bright spot. Yes. I don't want to be depressed for the rest of it. So <laughs> did, did you find it? It's the Port Power. 
Yep, the Port Power. The yep, Port Power. Now, coming to this year, now, they were very different because some people had them anywhere in that sort of, you know... I'll admit, I had them low. 10th yeah. low bracket. Yeah. I, think, I think I had them 14th. And then some people, like myself, five. I had them anywhere from 6th to ninth, And yeah. I think it's still very um, touch and go at the moment. But with this team, it's going to be very, 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 very interesting to see what they do. They've got a great group of kids, as we know, with Rosie, Butters, Dersma... Willem Drew. Willem Drew, who we love Gun. here. Um, and they've got, um, I almost said Hugh Dixon. Charlie Hugh Dixon. Dixon who is Hugh Dixon. Where'd you pull that one from? From the Hugh bag. Um, Charlie <laughs> Dixon, who is obviously out. When they, when they get him back, they'll be really good. Paddy Ryder's been good in the twilight of his career, which is fantastic. Scott Lysett's fantastic. Scott Lysett, as we said before, I thought he was going to be bloody useless, and he's been fantastic, so well done to him. Told you he would. Ollie Wines, is the big thing as well, he hasn't even hit his really good form yet. No. But the big thing with them is that their older players are playing extremely well. Travis Boak, Brad Ebert, um, Ryder, who we've talked about, Rockcliffe. Brad Ebert as full forward has worked. Yeah. It, it has I, worked. It, it, I doubted it. But um, I think a lot Hinkley, of it. Hinkley clearly has more coaching wits than I do. Well, and that's why he's I'm a head sure. coach of an AFL team. That's why I sit here in this chair. <laughs> that's why I sit comfortable in my little chair and my microphone. And Ken makes the uh the proper coaching. Ken, <laughs> but why why can't Luke Beveridge take a take a page out of Ken? Because Hinkley? you don't want him moving players. You just said that. <laughs> I know because Bevo does it too much. Hinkley Be- seems to understand when a player actually yeah. needs to move. Yeah, I know. Like bloody hell, we tried Easton Wood at full forward last year. <laughs> I think he. I think he only picked up like two touches for like the first month. That is, that's rooted. That's, that's absolutely that's rooted. That's. Go on. I think, um, as you've said, Carolina, you love their backline. Yes. I think the one thing they are missing though is a really good key defender, Tom Cleary. Tom, yeah, Cleary. Yeah. He is. I do not like. What's wrong with Cleary? He's yeah, not good enough. I think um, that Tom no, Lynch. He's good. No. Good they need a they need a really good key defender. Right? I, I I think he's too small for the big players. Like he, he like, Tom Lynch monstered him. Yeah, he's he's too small for the big players. But he's he's okay on like say 190, 190, 191 players. Yeah, no, but they need a key, they need a key defender is what I'm saying. So hopefully in the off season, they can go get someone maybe. Mate, Dougal Howard. Yeah, they've got Dougal. Yeah, but like he's a yeah. That's one. You need two key defenders. I'm bloody bloody Houston or Jonas. No. Um, Jonas is not a key defender. Houston, then. Jo- Jonas is still pretty good one-on-one against the tall yeah, ones. Yeah, I'm not saying they're not good defenders. I'm saying they need you another... You just did. <laughs> no, I didn't. I said they need another I think their back line's very, very solid. But they I, need I another good key defender. Um, yeah, look. You could get better than what they've got. All right, well, who would you bring in? I don't know. Who's South Australian that's had a contract? Um, oh, crap. Well, yeah, but I don't know any defenders that are... Um, I wouldn't know. I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd I wouldn't. go out and pursue somebody. Pursue Jacob Wiedering. No, I'd go pursue what's his old mate. Um, isn't Cal Hooker from Perth? No. Hooker's from Perth, yeah. Right. Yeah, Hooker's from Perth. Um, uh, no one's getting their hands on my hooker, thank you. What about uh, Michael Hartley? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can have Hartley. That, anyway, sa- that sounded very fruity, mate. I think, <laughs> I think Port, I'd watch that. Port are a good team. They're going to miss Jack Watts, um, hopefully, unfortunately, probably the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, which is a real shame, but hopefully they can still... You know, be good, and I, I they're going to be inconsistent just because of how many young players they have. But they're that talented that when I, they stand up, they yeah. they just bulldoze. I think their backline is good, but yeah, I think they just miss a really good another key defender. Like what they've mm. got, their back six is good, but you can always have better. Yeah, and all those kids are going to be very promising. Obviously, um, Houston, we have a problem. Is very good. Um, yeah, he's been good. 
been very good. But um, aside from his his landings, he's not too good with his. Yeah, uh, and Tom Jonas is obviously an experienced player, but yeah, I think they're just missing somebody really um, experienced. Maybe twenty five, twenty six has been around a hundred games, and mm-hmm. sort of knows what they're doing. But Port, I wish them all the best. So, but I still think they can wish them all the best because I'm not. I think good we eggs. talked about it before. We're not sure where they where they is to you. <laughs> where they expect to finish because they could finish anywhere between outside. Oh, for they do first and last and eight. Um, yeah, so I don't know what standards they have for themselves, but yeah, that's, that's my wrap of them. We'll throw it over to you, Doc. All right, so what do you want me to talk about? The the, the best or the worst? Um, give us your best. All right, so so I, I've got St Kilda as 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 my best team. Why, why wouldn't you? They're they're, sec, they're second in the, on the ladder. Second on the ladder. They've won four from five. Um, you wouldn't read about it. You wouldn't actually. Re- you wouldn't have actually read about it. I, I've read about it a couple times. I can't read as we've been <laughs> before, Well, yes. you you wouldn't have read about it at the start of the year. I mean, St Kilda. <laughs> St Kilda would tip to be one of the basket cases of the year, and they, and now here they are. They're four and one. They the dogs are the basket case of the year. <laughs> oh, that's I thought Doc was about to come over there yeah. and fucking <laughs> punch your head <laughs> in. Mate, mate, I've already run down those crabs for enough for one night, enough that's, for one day. That's a throw a haymaker. <laughs> I've I've already run down those crabs for one episode. Um, I'm just kidding. Trying to poke the bear. <laughs> Carry on. Well, the bear has responded. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the Saints. Um, they, they've they've been fantastic. Start of the year. Stop stro- stop choking yourself, mate. It was Scotty. You're not, you're not Scotty Thompson. He's coming because he said you was washed up. <laughs> anyway, sorry. What'd you say, mate? Yeah, the Saints. Um, yeah, okay, so the, the Saints have been good. The Saints have been amazing. A uh, lot, lot of their players have improved this year. I think Jack Billings is one that has really caught my eye the, the first month. Average good egg. Averages 30 touches and has kicked four goals. He's calling mo- him out, weren't you, at the start of the year? I think I've been calling him out for two years. Everyone's, <laughs> say, everyone's saying that he's better than the Bont. Piss off. Um, <laughs> Doc says, get that up, yeah. Um... <laughs> But no, but he's been he's been fantastic playing more midfield now, and he's fighting a lot of the ball as well. Um, Seb Ross having a great year, as we all know. Uh, Jack Steele, again, fantastic. Jade Gresham, I love Gresh. I think Gresham's now transitioning more as a midfielder now, which I, I kind of don't like. But he's a good goal snake. Yeah, he like he like he, he's a good goal kicker. But I think they're they're finding more avenues to goals now. Josh Bruce, good to see him actually back on the park. Back on the park, and it's and he's. Converting a lot of his shots. Conversion was a big issue last year. He's yeah. hit the ground running as well, considering how long he's been out for. Yeah. They, they were incredibly accurate against um, against the Ds. Yeah. For the, the first time was, in ages, they actually had more goals than the Fifteen five. As well as Doc, is that we, we've got to remember that they're doing this without Jake Carlisle and without Jack Stephen, who's played maybe two games. Yeah, um, and guys like, you know, Dylan Robertson as well. Yeah, they're yep. good players. So, like, it's fantastic to see the young. I think Wilkie. Wilkie stepped I, up. I was, Webster I was, I, stepped up too. I was gonna, I was gonna bring bring him up. Like the players yeah. that they've brought in this this year, Matthew Parker's had a had a good start. Wilkie's been Wilkie's been unnote, underrated. I reckon. I yeah. think so. What is he averaging at the moment? He's averaging fourteen touches. Well, that's not big. Uh, but we're a defender. You got guys like um guys like Loney who's got up a gear as well. I yeah. think this year. Ben Long. Yes. Ben Long is a very Dan, good Dan Kent's been a good find, I reckon. I Kent, he's handy in the forward line. He had, he had a good game against Melbourne on the he's weekend. He's kicking. Yeah. Yep. Oh, look. But he's a good, good, mark. Side, a good mark for his size. Yeah. He reminds me of, um, what's his name? Bit of Didac. Bit of Didac. Bit of Didac. Bit of been holding up. Marshall's been holding up well in the ruck as well. And um, that's something that... Mate, he hasn't just been hold, holding up. He's 
rated as like the third best ruckman in the comp at the moment. Something the Saints have struggled with, as we According all know, is their ruckman stock. We've had player ratings. We've had Billy Longer in there. They've had um, Tom Hickey. Tom Hickey. They've had they've <laughs> had a lot of different ruckmen. So it's good to see Rowan, who's a very young, promising man, get a chance. Yeah, Big I know. Barge. Um, oh, who else? Who else am I listening up here? Betty Payton had a good game on the weekend. Mm. I, I, I think they. I think they Big need. Too. I think they need to pl- con- uh, persist with him a bit more. I'd like to see um, Eddie Phillips. Ed Phillips not getting a go at the moment. Yeah, Ed Phillips. Uh, Rice, Brandon White as well. I don't like Rice that much. No, Too not small. a fan of Bailey Rice. Too small. I no. think these kids need to go. Hunter Clark needs to play more games. Yeah, Hunter Clark needs he to play more. He had 28 in the VFL, so he should get a call up. He's a good player. Yeah, he, he, Richo doesn't play him. And where's um Caulfield? Uh, I have no idea. Is he injured? He's gone missing. Very good player. I have no idea. I have no idea where Nick Caulfield is. His MIA. It's going to be like the he, he, he should be. He should Brayden Sear. He should be in their best twenty-two. Nick Caulfield. Mate, if they don't yeah. want Caulfield, I'll, I'll take. And it. who's your worst team, Doc? Who are you going to call out and slash, slash their throats? <laughs> slash their tires. Well, break their windows. Strangely enough, it's the team that's secured a bet on the weekend. I'm, I'm going to have a crack at Melbourne. Um, because speaking of skiing, you were talking about skiing. <laughs> downhill skiers. Downhill skiers. <laughs> Mate, Melbourne can't even book ski. It, at the book moment. your book your ski trips this summer, mate. Simon Bedlock. <laughs> it has been Simon bad losses. It's been here. a lot of Simon bad losses. What are you most disappointed about the days? Oh, I just, I just think it's just their entire list. I mean, aside from Clayton Oliver, who's who's still continually playing great football, I think he's a top ten player for sure. Um, there's there's just no consistency with the rest of the rest of these boys. I mean, Max Gordon is okay. Like, I don't think Brayshaw's he's been good. Bra- Brayshaw's been fine. But it's everybody else. Like Nathan Jones, Nathan <laughs> Jones is on the decline now for sure. Yeah. Jordan Lewis had a stinker. On he's on, a stinker. He must be past it. <laughs> he ah oh, he, he's got to be past it now. Surely. Um, I like I like Braden Proust, but he's gone now for for a good portion of the time. Mm. What's he done? I, I think he's done a shoulder or something. So, but like, very upsetting that Proust is gone. Like 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 he had it. Like he had makes a good cry. Makes a yeah. shout to you. He he had, a, he had a he had a good couple of weeks before he went down. Um, mm. It's a shame, but it's but it's the rest of these the rest of these guys. Um, Nev Nev Jetta hasn't. That's ten weeks he's gone. Yeah, for. like but before that his start. No, he wasn't the, playing that his, well. His start to the year wasn't that flash. Maybe he was carrying it earlier though. Yeah, um, possibly. Spar- Spargo hasn't kicked the goal yet. Um, Spaghetti Spargo is the most overrated player. On that Sam Wiedemann wants seven hundred fifty thousand dollars for no reason. Give it yeah. to him. Yeah, piss off, <laughs> piss off, Wiedemann. Um, <laughs> Front load it and then get, then pay him two two dollars <laughs> two dollars an hour. <laughs> ba- Bailey Bailey Fritch has That's illegal. Bailey Fritch has struggled. You want overrated players? Christian Petrarca is an overrated player. No, I think he's been good. Yeah, no, nah. he's. he's uh, he did well against SMU. He had a shocking couple of weeks. I think he heard the criticism and said, right, I've actually got... Heard the criticism from Doc in-game, within everyone. the game. He's had a... First sh- half, no, he went bang on him, and then he, he then played he really well against Sydney. He's gra- his hands are so clean. Doesn't, um, get, doesn't get enough of those. Everything's up forward. They, they should, but they've got no one else to put up forward. No, I, I'm, I'm not sold yet. I'm not sold yet. I'm, I'm not sold, but I'm taking my stuff to the register. I'm about to... <laughs> <laughs> for, for, for everyone... For, for everyone that's, I'm putting it that's on praising Chris Petrarca and saying he's a top 50 player and he's a top no, 25 I'm not saying, player. No, he I'm saying he's like been good. Player. He's not a top 50 player. No, I didn't say that. I Joe Denner. Um, uh, top 50. Charlie Robbo. <laughs> Charlie Kerner's hey, not when, a top 50 either. Don't you think this he's... This is why Robbo wasn't on 360. You don't think Kerner... Um, not Kerner. Um, Petrarca. No. He's been, he's been above average at best. Okay. Um, Jack, oh. Vi- Jack Viney struggled, I think, but I think not his fault. I think he's working his way back to an injury, though, is he? Um... 
Underdone. Oh, uh, who else? Uh, Jaden Hunt. You love him, Miller. Jaden. Uh, what the hell? <laughs> Tom McDonald has been a real disappointment. Two goals, five. Should be up, but uh, damn bad. Two goals, five after five games. This man kicked, what, 60 goals last year? Yeah, something like that. That's, oh, he's a... St- I uh, don't know what, while we're talking about Melbourne, I don't know what they are going to do tonight against Richmond. They're going to have to put Tom McDonald down back. Genuinely, they don't have answers to two tall forwards. Well, well we got three down there, probably. Yeah, Bolter as well. Bolter, well, 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 we'll go, we'll go, we're going to the game We're all tonight. going. We'll promote that at the end of the show. <laughs> anything, any, anything else you want to add on them, or shall we do our tips? Uh, Oscar McDonald stinks. Um, <laughs> Oscar McDonald Oscar. stinks. Stephen May Probably stinks. Oscar McDonald's the fryer smell. <laughs> <laughs> um, it puts the opposition players. I'm, I'm, I don't want to go. I'm not sure about. I'm not sure about the Wagner boys yet. I don't. They got. They're getting dropped. They got dropped. I think Corey was alright. That was stiff. First. Corey's been good. Josh has been alright as well. No, yeah. I don't. Don't like Josh. Stiff. Been, you been don't, a, you don't like anyone at Melbourne. <laughs> don't know why Tim Smith is coming in. Well, I like Tom McDonald, but he's disappointed me. What? I just said Clayton Oliver's a top ten player. <laughs> yeah, I don't agree with that. Aside from Clayton. Um, yeah, I think that's all I've got at okay. the moment. Um, that's all he's got. Should we do our tips and wrap it up? Melbourne stick. Uh, yes, I'd agree <laughs> with that one. We can we can agree. So for tonight, who are we tipping, boys? I'm going with the Tigers by five goals. Oh, went from Tigerland. A fighting fury. I'm going to go Tom Lynch by 14 goals. Tom Lynch. <laughs> he's going to kick 14? <laughs> nah, I reckon Tigers by 28. Do you, uh, I'm going to tip that uh, Tom Lynch <coughs> outscored Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah, all gets close to it. That's a bit fucked, eh? That is a bit fucked. <laughs> yeah, look, I think well, I think Richmond will win this one easy. Like, I want to say 10 goals, but I said on my thing it was going to be about 30 points. <laughs> um, Anzac Day. Oh a huge gosh. clash. I'm actually missing it for the first time what? in about seven years. What? Which is, which is unfortunate. <laughs> I can't believe it. Tickets, it can't be. Tickets sold out incredibly fast when they came out. You're going to tip your mob? I've got to say I'm not confident. It's... Look, it's mimic? going to depend on whether we turn up or not. Collingwood got a bloody great team. I do. I'm going to tip the pies, but it's going to be very, very close. It's going to be a thriller. I want to tip Essendon because you tip pies. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm going to go Collingwood. I think, like you said, their list is elite. And Darcy Moore is on track for all Australian. Full Who's going to win that Zach Day medal? Um, oh, still side bottom. He loves it. It tracks to him. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to say I'm, I'm picking Essendon because I'm picking Essendon. They're they're flying they're flying high at the moment. I reckon the Eagles. I reckon Dylan Shield for me. Ooh. Had had a had a monster game against North Melbourne. Mitch, Brad. Mitch Brad, mate, he could. He's, He's been good. good. Well, if Mark, um, if Mark McGough can win a Mark McGough can win a Anzac Day medal, anything's possible. I think. Give it to Mason Cox. Who's going to win it? <laughs> um... I think Fantasia is due. Fantasia. Fantasia. Is a huge one. Friday night footy. Friday night footy. What about footy. it? Port Adelaide and North <laughs> Melbourne. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean, what, what yeah. about it? What about it? What about it? What about it, you dickhead? Rubbish. What? What? I deserve this. I don't know what I really deserve. I'm off it. I deserve that. I don't know. Uncalled for. You just ask what What about it? Uncalled for. I'm just asking. <laughs> he just asked a question. Shut up, I'll just go fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's because you tipped the pies. Oh, okay. I'm going to go with Port. I'm going to, yeah, Port against Thumpum. Yeah, Port by about 80 points. It's in Adelaide as well. 
80 points. I was could be with that margin. You, 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 you look at what they did of West Coast. <laughs> Is it in Adelaide? Pol- yeah. Pollock yeah. and Pittard are going to get booed too, too high hell. I don't think... I don't think... I don't think Port... Port care about Chester Pittard. <laughs> He's <laughs> irrelevant. <laughs> they'll, boo, they'll boo Pollock. They won't, <laughs> they won't even recognize <laughs> <laughs> Who is he? Who's um, that man? I'm actually convinced about the Who's that man with the filthy moustache? No, uh, look, you look at what Port did to yeah, West right. Coast. Oh, special shout out to Jack Petrugelli, by the way. Five, oh, five goals. goals. Rising star nominee. Elite, elite. He's going to be a freak, and you rubbished him. Mate, he's I already a freak. No, I didn't say I rubbished him. I rubbished his field kicking, and I still do. He, <laughs> he kicks a goal, good on him. He, he kicked kick five. Kicked five on the... Kicked Hit a target. That's all I said. <laughs> all right, Gold Coast, Brisbane, Q Clash. You're under fire here, Miller. <laughs> Um, nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, just, I just like highlighting that um, you you rubbish Jack Petrucelli. I'm happy to say I didn't rubbish him. I rubbished his kicking. <laughs> I would like to stand by the Lions. Uh, faganism will prevail Fagan. over Judaism. Chris Fagan. Chris Fagan. Faganism <laughs> is superior to Judaism. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Brisbane. The Lions. Oh. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll Trust back the process. I'll back Brisbane in here. It'll be a good game, though. Chris Fagan is Chris Fagan is Emperor of Bris Vegas. All those, all those who. The uh, worship Judaism uh, false. Yeah, get false on with prophets. it, mate. <laughs> false prophets. <laughs> get on with it. Thank you, at the Crows uh, at at Marvel Stadium. I'm going Saints. They're marching to the top of the ladder, Saints. They are rampaging. Yeah, Saints to Saints to win. Would you believe it? The AFL injury list: Max King. Yeah. Sorry, hang on. Which Kings? Which yeah, Max, Max, yeah, Max, Max King. Yeah, right. um, Max King is listed as only one week away. Yes. Would you believe it? <laughs> Would you believe it? I can play the song. I'm, I'm getting excited. I'm getting Would you? Excited. You wouldn't. You wouldn't hear about it. You wouldn't read about it. I tell you what. You I wouldn't believe about it. I hope. You wouldn't I, believe it. I do hope that Patrick Wilson gets picked for Adelaide this week. Yes. Had a good game in yes. the had He backed 30. it up. And I seriously hope Josh Jenkins doesn't get picked. If he gets picked off eleven Hillsburg had a great lines, one. I'll actually spew up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll send a photo I'll to Ethan. Spew up. Send a photo to Don Pike of you spewing up. Right. Elliot Himmelberg had a great one. SCG. Swans and the, the Battle of the Bridge. Battle of the Bridge. Worst, worst derby name I've what ever heard in my life. Battle for a bridge. Yeah, exactly. Battle for a win. The Harbour Bridge. No one wants it. <laughs> Swans and the yeah, Giants. Nobody, ca- nobody cares about the Sydney Bridge. Uh, Giants, <laughs> Giants will tail them up. Yep. I'll second that. I reckon, Je- though. Je- Je- Jez will kick six in typical downhill scare fashion. No, I think. Hello. Hello. Phil Davis doesn't play with his ankle injury. Buddy kicks eight and the Swans win by three points. Phil kicks eight. So I'm going to go to the Giants. Phil, Phil, is Phil, Phil Davis kicking eight? Buddy kicks eight. Oh, Buddy is kicks Is Phil eight. Davis really worth eight goals, though? Yeah. Dead he's set without him. bloody good defender. Yeah, he's a bloody good defender. No, I think um, still still the Giants. But Sam, if, um, ta- Sam Taylor will smash him. If Phil doesn't play, mark my words, <laughs> the, the Swans, swans will come. Mark my words. Frio yeah. and the, the dogs. The Dokers and the Doggies. The you Dokers re- versus the Bullfrogs. You really, you really want to know what I think about this game? No, not really. <laughs> of course, mate. Frio will smash us. Uh, it, it'll be closing in on triple digits. If the, the triple digits. You the dogs, didn't you? Yes, I think Freo have so <laughs> far. <laughs> Freo so far held a pattern of shot uh, yourself in the foot. <laughs> <laughs> of of elite, then shit, then elite, then shit again. Yeah, and then they were they were great last week, so they're due for a poor game this week. That's actually a fair analysis of the you game. know that's actually n- that's actually not bad. But we're going we're, with pattern analysis but, here. But if but if there's anything that I know about the Bulldogs is that we buck a lot of trends. <laughs> we 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 were the team. We don't that, have an algorithm. <laughs> I'm back in the doggies. We were the, we're the team our... that broke Carlton's hundred point score. Now what about streak. this Sunday sesh? Sunday sesh. Sunday sesh. Mate, yeah, I might be, I might be a bit dusty on Sunday got? morning. That's for sure. Tell us who we've got. Kat. Hawthorne and the 
in the Carlton Blues not in Tassie. Of, not much of a sesh there. Yeah. Um, Hawks never lose in Tassie. They'll they'll take it. I think maybe Carlton because two in a row. But I think it'll be the first time since Anthony Kudafidi Sivaki had it. But I'm going to go Hawthorne by three points. Um, I'm I'm picking Carlton. I think Miller. I think um, you're a monkey, mate. Okay. I think that's a silly silly tip. Bit harsh. <laughs> <laughs> I did Hawthorne. I did I said Carlton I, might win. Oh, they might win. I was the one who picked Carlton, mate. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted but to. I'm the monkey. Just <laughs> uh, I just wanted to throw to the I gorilla. Here. <laughs> I just wanted to get throw. on with it. I want to go. <laughs> the gorilla. I want to go. The gorilla in the in the in the zoo bag. The gorilla. Give us the last tip. The gorilla, mate. Give us the last tip. I want to get out of here. You just absolutely destroyed it. Me and Doc going the footy. <laughs> Leaving me for yeah, dead. Fuck you. Cats are- <laughs> I thought you were ticket mate. Yeah, you well, pay me for it. <laughs> the Cats and the Eagles at the Kidinia Park. The cats, cats by the goal. Yeah, I'll, I'll pick Geelong. <laughs> Who are you going to pick? The Cats. Yeah, great. Pick Geelong and Gary <laughs> Rowan. I'll tell you what, Gary Rowan's actually had a good patch of form lately. He's, yeah. he's, he's been kicking two, three bags of two, three, four. You wouldn't believe it, would you, Doc? You wouldn't no. believe it. I'm, I'm slowly turning. Slowly turning, Miller. Slowly turning to the ginger train. But um, he's st- still got, <laughs> still, still got to win a massive ginger. game first. That's true. Still got to win a final. All right. Okay. Thanks for joining us on the A340 podcast. We've had a blast as always with a, you guys. What a cracker. I might have to patch up the cracks in my friendship over here. No, my heart's just fallen out of my chest. <laughs> you've, you've, you've absolutely just rotted him today, mate. <laughs> Don't forget. I'm going to have to give him a cuddle after this. Don't forget to follow the socials. Yes. Instagram, Instagram because you two idiots are going to laugh. I'm going to do it professionally. <laughs> A3 Footy Podcast on Instagram. I'll come over there and give you a cuddle, mate. A3 Footy Podcast on Actually, Facebook. <laughs> we are on Spotify. We're on iTunes. We're everywhere you look for any type of music, podcasting. Wherever you listen to it, we are there. Mm. Um Thank you so much for the support of recently. Um, some feedback would be great. We, the email address is set up and is on the Instagram. So if you're looking for that, you can check that out through there. Yes. Anything else? Pretty content with that, mate. Yeah, you did a very good job there, mate. Thanks. I'll look after you. Trying to be professional. <laughs> uh, my name has been Alex Catalano. I've been Alex Miller. I've been Alex Doherty. And thank you for joining us once again. We'll see you next week.